On today's episode of More Important Issues, we talk Tennessee basketball and the feud going on between Memphis coach Penny Hardaway and the Vols coach Rick Barnes. We look at Tennessee football's early signing period. We also have a look at the bowl season. We give you some of our predictions. We talk Vols in the NFL, our NFL power rankings. Today's segments are our Jumbotron and Stupidity is an Epidemic. More Important Issues is brought to you by MyBookie. Guys, I've been saying it the past couple weeks. Bowl season is here, and it's time to get on the action, in on the action with my bookie. Don't be that guy with no rooting interest as your relatives or friends sit around watching the game. Not this year when there are, when there are a record 41 bowl games to bet on, including the national championship on January 7th. It really is the most wonderful time of the year. Make sure you're ready for the daily action by signing up at my bookie today. They pay fast when you win. Ownership really cares about good customer service, and they offer the craziest props. Where you bet is just as important as who you're betting with. Uh, and if you want to make money during bowl season, you got to go to my bookie. I trust them, but you don't have to take my word for it. Check them out for yourself. Go to Twitter at BetMyBookie or head on over to their website. So join now, and my bookie will offer you a 50% deposit bonus to make sure you have a nice bankroll for, for bowl season. Use promo code ISSUE when you deposit uh, to activate the offer. That's promo code ISSUE, I-S-S-U-E, at my bookie. You play, you win, you get paid rid it dit to do and welcome into more important issues it is wednesday december 19th i'm caleb mitchell joining me always landon raby by the time you hear it it'll be thursday you have almost survived the week some of you guys probably have a short week due to christmas happy holidays by the way hope you all are enjoying it (coughs) hope since we talked last that you've gotten your christmas shopping done um, have you? Yeah. Well, I've got a few more things I'm going to pick up, but I'm like, I've pretty much done. You it know all. what you're going to get. Yeah. And like, it's just going and getting it now. Gotcha. So everything, everything's done. Um, got to find somebody to wrap the gifts out now though. So that's a task. You gotta get you a wife, man. I'll gift bag the, uh, the stuff for the adults, but for the kids, I, I get it. I'm going to wrap it up. You're a gift bag guy. I am a gift bag <clears throat> guy and it just makes sense to me. It's cheaper. I think it's not really not a lot. It's not cheaper, but no, it, not. if you go to Dollar Tree, though, I mean, it's not that much more expensive, so that's where I get all my gift bags gotcha. and tissue paper, but yeah, I mean, I'm going to gift bag all the adult stuff, because they don't need to, if they're, if I ever hear a complaint from an adult, oh, why didn't you wrap my gift, I like unwrapping it, I will punch them in the throat, so. Yeah, because they can keep the bag. That, and they don't need to rip open, it's cute when kids rip open gifts, it's creepy when, <laughs> if you're an adult... You can rip it open, but like if you know how like kids tear and like throw their arms in the air. If you do that as an adult, unless Man. you're like wasted or something, then I hate you. Yeah, like you either have to undo Who spiked the eggnog, right? You either have to undo the tape as an adult, or at least just when you tear it open, you have to have like a method to the tear. It can't be just wild tearness. Yeah, don't so, act too excited. It's Christmas, right? Yeah, come, <laughs> come on, have some have some respect for the holiday. Like Jesus died on this holiday. Yeah, I'm just kidding. He was born. I lied. <laughs> I know what I'm talking about, but um, I, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I guess you could be, you know, it's peace, peace on earth. So be, be calm about it. It is almost Christmas. All I want is an offense coordinator and Tennessee basketball to never lose again. So that's not too much to ask. No, no. Um, well, for this program, maybe. Yeah, definitely. Uh, we, according to Memphis, because we have Rick Barnes, we will not win an NCAA tournament game. Mm-hmm. Which I find very interesting. Like, not to win a single one, that's pretty bold. Like, that's a cold take. Yeah, that's bad. Like, I, I, I get, think about how much easier it'd be to be like, you all are never going to win a national championship with Rick Barnes. Like, that's a way tougher thing to do. Yeah. Like, never win an NCAA tournament game? Well, we did that last year. We're probably going to win at least one this year. Yeah, at least. So, bad take there. It, be, be smart about your, your takes and how you deliver them. Because, like, it's one thing to, like, be arguing with a Tennessee fan, like, Memphis is historically better basketball program. But then you're like, Rick Barnes is never going to win an NCAA tournament game. I'm like, okay, you're stupid. Yeah. So, And that, one good thing about this, I was just thinking about this the other day. If we're a one seed, we don't have that pressure of losing to a 16 seed. It's already been done. Yeah, nice. So <laughs> that's off the table. If we just if we get into another like bracket with someone like Lola Chicago, I just won't watch any games. Like I just refuse to watch them. So, like, if something happens, like, I'm disappointed, but, like, I didn't have to watch it unfold. Right. So, that, like, it'll be, I guess, better. I don't know. Um, it probably wouldn't be. I'll probably be equally as mad. Probably more mad that I didn't watch it. 
Actually, I don't. So, but I, I will not watch it if, if it is a Loyola Chicago's. Excuse me, situation. Yeah, I absolutely. Got really bad. Oh my In gosh. this game, you got Whew. Sanford, which and, their the record kind of pops out of out we, to you. But then you look at their schedule, and they haven't really played anybody. Oh yeah, but I mean, we talked about this at the beginning of the season. I thought Sanford was good, and then I looked at their record last year, and they weren't that good. Now they've been they put together a couple games. They went to overtime, I think, with Belmont. Yeah, um, we talked about them. Uh, Sunday and how good of a program, good team they are. They knocked off UCLA last Sunday mm-hmm. uh, or last Saturday night, excuse me. Um, but I mean, like they're ten and two, and their losses are to people they should lose to. Yeah. And as, as far as everyone else, I don't know what that spread would be. I don't know. You know, if if it was, they should have lost. It was probably about like four, not by ten. Whereas like they lose to Ohio State by uh, eighteen, probably about right. They lose to Belmont by six in overtime. That's probably less than what they should lose by. So that's, you know, that's positive, but it's going to be, I mean, I think it's going to be a good mid-major matchup. Yeah. Yeah. I I think this is a game where um, you can use, I think you go zone a lot. You haven't really used zone much this season. Um, And it kind of, when you had to go to it against Memphis, it showed how poor. I thought you really just struggled with a certain lineup in there, but yeah, with that lineup, you need to run zone and and work that. Uh, Yeah. And you, and you won't have to go man or, if you go man a lot, you're going to probably dominate. I'd say <clears throat> person for person, we're going to be far better. Where mm-hmm. if you match up in zone, you might make it more difficult on your team. And, and that's probably what you're looking to do tonight. We should win this game. I, do, I haven't seen the exact spread. but I think it's 22. I was going to say, I'm going to guess 20. That, that was my guess. Yeah. So, you know, challenge yourself this game because you should win big. Stay in double-digit leads for the whole time. You know, once you get to that double-digit lead, stay there the whole time. Um this is a. I'm, I'm excited just to get back. Like I, it's it's to the point I hate days where we're not playing basketball because our team's so good. Like I just want to play again. Yeah. Like uh, last week we had a week in between the Gonzaga and Memphis game. It's like this sucks. Now we have a Wednesday game at least. Yeah. So that's good. Yeah, and then during football season you're like, God, we gotta play. This <laughs> yeah. <you're, laughs> I was like, when's November coming around? <laughs> December. Thank God. Right. Where yeah, th- this sucks because I just I want to keep playing. I don't care for playing Sanford. Obviously, I'd prefer to have like a really exciting game, but I'd also like to coast to a victory every once in a while. So this will be fun. Yeah. And I was I was listening to Rick Barnes talk earlier today, and um, he was talking about Sanford's point guard and how good he is, and he's probably around forty percent of their whole entire offense. So I think this would be a good test for Jordan Bone and. You know the rest of those guards to kind of you know prove that they they can defend because um, we didn't do a good job of defending the ball right against Memphis. Um, so hopefully this is a good test for them uh, to be able to get back um, and, and be that defensive minded team that you knew you're going to get this season. Right, and you get it down low, and mm-hmm. you know when they get past our guards, our bigs are there to make plays. But that's how you get your bigs in foul trouble as well. Right. Absolutely. And another thing I want to look to see in this game is get that rotation in because we, we talked about how we're not <clears throat> quite as deep as we thought we were. Well, now's the time to work those guys in. Um, you know, you want to see more. Ideally, I feel like this is a game you'd want to see Lamonte Turner hopefully back in because you don't want to just throw him into the fire of post-Christmas games. That'll be tough. You want to see him against this game, maybe Tech or, or maybe Wake Forest. Um, you know, see those guys then. But – you know, this is a time to hopefully get J- uh, Jalen Johnson uh, quality minutes. Um, maybe DJ Burns, if he's going to play this year, give him some quality minutes. Uh, definitely Derek Walker, who just doesn't look all you know all the way there yeah. when he gets in the game. Get those guys quality minutes. You know, yeah, if they play the last five minutes of the game, you know that I you know that that's time. But at that point, the other team's probably given up. Like they're pro- mm-hmm. hopefully they're losing by twenty. Yeah, get the them probably in hand. Yeah, get them five to seven minutes in the first half, five minutes in the second half. Quality minutes where they're where they're playing. Yeah, get them in a groove because you know if somebody goes, especially Derek Walker, if somebody goes down the back end, whether it's Alexander or um, even Fulkerson, if he goes down, like you're gonna have to step up and play some minutes. Right. Um, and then maybe another thing after uh, Saturday, one another thing to try to. Uh, work in this game is let Jordan Bowden bring the ball off the court uh, several possessions because we saw where if Jordan Bone gets hurt or Jordan Bone is in foul trouble we don't really have anybody bring the ball off the court and yeah you might have you may have that when Lamonte Turner gets back but he's definitely not as um, definitely not as as good as I don't know if good's the right word but he doesn't bring the same game uh, as Jordan Bone does 
So, you know, we, I, I, we saw him bring the ball off the court sometimes last year, and he, he can do it. But, yeah, you know, in this part of the season, it's hard to, you know, ask your point guard to go 36, yeah. 34 minutes. So, get, get some other guys some work. Um, you know, maybe, I, you know, I wouldn't hate to see Admiral Schofield try to bring the ball off the court. He needs to work on his ball handling anyways uh, more and more. Mm-hmm. Why, you know, this is a game that if you're going to, you know, if you're going to turn the ball over, or if you're going to make mistakes, this is the game to do it because you're athletic enough and good good enough, especially on the defensive end, to make up for it yeah, versus the other team. If you you know are trying to make an NBA roster, you're going to have to be able to handle the ball. Yeah, which he he's he's proven that he's gotten better at it, but he's definitely got a ways to go to be a two in the NBA. Yeah, so which is obviously where he's. I shouldn't say obviously. More than likely, that's where he's going to be. Mm. So he just doesn't quite have the size to play the three, but. Um, and his shooting's improved a lot, so that that's huge. But uh, yeah, I think this is the game to to kind of, like you said, run that zone, especially with that one lineup in where Fulkerson's in at the five, and um, bring Derek Walk- Derek Walker and get him quality minutes. Same for Jalen Johnson, because we've got to create depth. Because if we do create depth, we we help ourselves out so much more. We're not the most talented team in the country. Now we do have what's crazy is we do have, you know, one of the most one of the best duos in the country when you have Grant Williams and Schofield on the court at the same time. Yeah. But after that, you know, there's no one super dynamic. Um, I mean, we have a bunch of good players, but, you know, I think you look at the Gonzaga game. If you line all five people up, you probably take three of their guys and then yeah. uh, Schofield and Williams after that. Right. Um, same with Kansas. Uh, and if you go play Duke, you, you take three guys and, and maybe Schofield and, and out, or uh, Schofield and Williams. But it's a uh, – you know the best teams in the country, I think, are more talented than us overall. So this is a time to try to get depth, and you know when you get into those March games or even the SEC play, and you got to run deep into that bench. Hopefully, you just you don't skip much of a beat. Yeah, and this this team is definitely we talked about it um, after the Memphis game that it definitely looks like a team that's playing a man down with yeah. Amante Turner out. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're you're gonna have to you know expect the worst, right? You know, what if Lamonte doesn't come back? You know, I feel like we're just waiting on his return um, to be able to get in that groove. And, you know, what if he – what if something happens and he's not able to? Right. You know, knock on wood. Um, but what if – you got you got to expect the worst and then hope for the best. Right. And, and the way Schofield's shooting, we, we're, we're looking fine there. But, man, how great would it be to have two guys on the court shooting lights out? Yeah. Like – that would be awesome. And then especially if Grant is able to, you know, step out and hit a three every once in a while. Just hit one or two a game, man. And that's, you know, that's going to help him out tremendously when NBA starts really looking into him. Yeah, and then Jordan Bones, he's been willing to shoot this year. And so I, I kind of expect him at some point. And I'm not expecting it, like, you know, to be a month period or even a week period. But I'd say if he keeps shooting and he's willing to do it, there's going to be some games where he heats up and, and goes on, you know, yeah. goes on streaks. Dude, my favorite shot of anybody is probably when he gets past the first defender and just pulls up at the free throw line. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He, it looks nice. Like the one on the Memphis foul. Yeah. Yeah. That was really nice. Um, but, uh, yeah, they – I think if he's willing to shoot – I mean, I'd, I'd say he'll be a streaky shooter, but he'll get hot. And, you know, you need guys like that on the team. We talked about that with Schofield and Lamonte. They're going to hit. Just keep shooting. Mm-hmm. And same thing with Jordan Bone here, I think. Um, speaking of that play where he pulled up, a guy on Twitter, I know we're about to get into the Rick and Penny argument, or whatever it is, um, not argument. Uh, whatever the narrative Penny's trying to throw up. There. Yeah. A guy was talking about, he pulled the film of Fulkerson's, he called it a flop. I'd call it an exaggeration, a sell, because he definitely got fouled. Whereas, yeah. like, the flops we're talking about, your guy, the Memphis guy ain't getting fouled. Mm-hmm. Whereas Fulkerson got grabbed up by the arm, and you would have thought he got shot in the chest, back, and head. Yeah. The way you know, but he did get fouled. He got grabbed. I thought it was intentional. The guy made no attempt on the ball, and pulled him down while he was shooting. That's an intentional foul. Ninety nine percent sure. Yeah. Um, or a flagrant foul, and uh, so someone was like, he was like, at least on that one, he goes, he wasn't, or he said something like, he got fouled on that one. I was like, no, he didn't. He jumped. He literally jumped fifteen feet. If I think. I said it wrong the first time. I think it was Alexander. I thought it was Schofield. But I, I think he ran into Alexander, and it should have been a foul on that guy for running into Alexander. If Alexander wasn't there to stop him, he would have ended up past the baseline. Yeah. Like, he wouldn't have stopped jumping. <laughs> so, it, he definitely looked like he got shot in the chest with, like, a shotgun. Jumped 15 feet. It was pretty impressive. Hit shot. Pretty impressive. 
But yeah, the the, the uh, Penny Hardaway beef and Rick Barnes is. I mean, the best part about it is like it's Rick Barnes has not really addressed it. He addressed it pretty much and just said he shouldn't have said something about Jordan Bone. He hasn't addressed it specifically outside of that. Yeah, he, he kind of joked on vol calls about ball in their fist. He did throw some shade at that, but like it's obvious that Rick Barnes doesn't give a crap, and it's bothering Penny Hardaway because he came out and had at least four quotes about it in this press conference. Yeah. So. Yeah, he he mentioned that he was like, "Oh, I don't know what they're talking about. I, I just call it like I see it." Um, so I, I don't know if Penny needs classes or what, yeah. but everybody else has seen it, and there was no um, proof of Tennessee players balling their fists or right. wanting to fight. And it's not even a big deal. Like, the whole thing was just blown out of proportion by Penny Hardaway. And he had a chance. I, I, so the after the game, you know, he addressed the situation, whatever. You know, it was stupid what he said. But then he had a chance to address the media again, yep. and then kill it. And then and he, he and he chose to play stupid again. And he called Rick Barnes, like probably I will say the classiest, one of the most active, the active one out of active coaches, the classiest coach in all of college basketball. Probably one of the all time classiest coaches in all of basketball. Yeah, it's called him local. They call him Deacon Barnes. He didn't. I mean, he. Did, I guess he didn't call him. Did he call? Him? He, he said, said it's kind of low class yeah, of what he's he trying. So he said of what he's doing, but like he did. I don't think I haven't heard Rick Barnes say a word about the flopping. No, that so, was that was whoever Jordan, Jordan Bone. Yeah, that was Jordan Bone. Yeah. So and and flopping, he mentioned he mentioned that he's like we don't even know what that that yeah, term means. I was like, you play in the NBA, bro. You know what flopping is. <laughs> yeah, and like you your team did it like ten times. Right. It wasn't just like one or two times. It was like ten. Yeah, it was throughout the entire game, and you did it to try to get our physical team in foul trouble. So, yeah, so I just don't get like what he's trying to get, and he he mentions that um, he's like, I don't know what Rick Barnes is trying to do. I don't know if he's trying to get a leg up on me with recruiting. Number one, Tennessee doesn't really get recruits from Memphis. The right. last one they got was Jarnell Stokes, and that I think that was because Memphis didn't have a spot for him, right? Because he wanted to enroll early and. I think um, reclassify. Yeah, they didn't have a spot for him, so Tennessee got him. But other than that, we don't really compete with Memphis for recruits, right? So I I don't know what I think he wants to play like he's the victim, but it's obvious that he just doesn't have any clue what he's talking about. And he's a first year coach, yeah. and you're gonna make mistakes, but like you had a chance to kill the whole situation, and you're just making it worse for you. That's my biggest thing. Is like he, He's a first-year coach. He's coming at someone as seasoned as Rick Barnes. I'm like, dude, you got to be smarter than that. Like You're setting yourself up for embarrassment. Yeah. And, and Rick, Rick was asked about it, I think, was it last night? Something like that. And he's like, we're on to Sanford. He was like, we're not going to talk about it anymore. But Penny just kept on. Yeah, and then at the end he was like, man, Rick Barnes, shut the f- – I don't know if he said hell or fuck or I don't know. I have no idea. Yeah, he was like it, it was bleeped out in the tw- in, on Twitter. I think so. it, I think it was shit. Is what? Or he was like, I don't, we don't play that. Oh, at the end, he said, or cut. He said, cut that out. Apparently, oh, hold on. Something Somebody quoted like it and said, I thought it was get the. He said, I guess it was shit. He said, Rick Barnes, get that shit out of here. So, yeah, as he left. Okay. Yeah. So. I don't. I don't know. I feel like it could be translated to any cuss word. So, but yeah. and I, I thought very low class. I thought, I thought Memphis played well. Um, they had a guy that was shooting lots out. Yeah, for what they um, had, and like someone's like, we kept it close. I was like, okay, first off, you went on like a, you went on like an eighteen, uh, eighteen and three run, and still didn't get within single digits. Yeah. So don't you didn't get close. <laughs> right. Easy killer. Um, but yeah, I mean, I thought for what what was assumed like. Looking at number three versus Memphis, uh, five and four at the time, five and five now after that loss, suck it. Thought they played pretty well, and yeah. you know, you. It's funny because all the Memphis fans are just like. It, I think the best part about it is they're like, historically we're better than you at basketball. Now let's talk about football. What are you all doing in football? And we're like, well, historically we're better than you. And they're like, oh, all you're gonna do is talk about history. And I'm like, well, wait a minute. Yeah. So. Did you see my tweet last night? I must have missed. It. I don't know. So I. I tweeted the video of his press conference and it was just like, my first words was Penny is soft. <laughs> and that triggered a lot of Memphis fans. He's very um, soft. Yeah. Um, and, and I wasn't talking about his physical 
stature or anything like that. Mentally, the guy is soft, yeah. and that's been proven throughout this whole situation. But people were coming at me, were just like, you won't drive through Memphis with your doors unlocked. <laughs> I was like, why would anybody? Well, that's stupid. I probably wouldn't drive through downtown Knoxville with my doors unlocked. That's stupid. <laughs> um, and then I don't they're like, park my car outside my house in a <laughs> nice neighborhood. And then they're like, square up then. <laughs> so, I mean, and I just find it ironic that they're... So they're mad about us trying to fight. Yeah. And they want to fight. Yeah, exactly. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. So they're like, Penny's not soft. He got shot his senior year. So apparently if you're shot, you can't be soft. Apparently. You want to get shot? I'll shoot you. Yeah. I mean. Like in the like in the butt or something. I mean, like, did he, I don't, I don't know the situation. I don't, if it's a bad situation, I'm sorry. But like, <laughs> could you shoot yourself and not be soft? Oh. Just like, you know, like a desk pop gone wrong? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That could have been what it was. I didn't know he got shot. That's very interesting. But. I have to look that up. Yeah, I was doing a lot. What does that have to do with anything? I don't know. The man obviously recovered. <laughs> like, he played NBA basketball. Yeah, that's why he's not soft. Duh. Yeah, duh. But yeah, that. I mean, he's obviously just mentally he has let Rick Barnes get under his skin completely. So that's funny. I, I find it hilarious. Yeah. But did he get shot his senior year of high school or senior year of? I think high school. Okay, interesting. Interesting. Um, looking at recruiting today, it was early national signing day. Uh, I mean, I think everybody who's followed recruiting pretty closely, we finished about where we thought we'd finish. Yeah. Um, I mean, there were high hopes to get, you know, better guys, but you kind of knew it was going to be tough to beat out some of these programs. And we made a, we made a push and swung, swung and miss on a few guys at the end. But again, if you follow it closely, you knew that was probably going to happen. Yeah, and, you know, the big thing with this class was position of need. Um, and what did you need most? Offensive line. Yeah. And you got six of them. So you can't you can't be mad at that. You know, you're, you got the – you're probably going to get a running back tomorrow in Eric Gray. You got a quarterback, Brian Maurer. You got a, a big-time receiver, Amel Keaton. Um, and you got another, another receiver that was kind of the surprise of the day was uh, Gerard Means. Um, he supposedly went to camp – uh, this summer and ran a 4-4 in front of the coaches and they offered him. He was able to take a visit and I think he was just waiting on the green light in case we flipped anybody or anything like that. He was just waiting for that green light to make it official. Yeah. So I'll kind of go over the list of who we got right now um, and then, you know, some guys that were definitely in the running for, for February and hopefully – um, at the All-American game, we can get another one. So you got five-star offensive tackle, Wanya Morris, five, uh, four-star wide receiver, Ramel Keaton, safety, uh, four-star Jalen McCullough, four-star cornerback, Tyus Fields, four-star offensive guard, Jackson Lampley, four-star tight end, Jackson Lowe, three-star defensive end, Roman Harrison, three-star Juco defensive tackle, Savion Williams, three-star offensive guard, Melvin McBride, Three-star quarterback, Brian Maurer. Three-star athlete, Aaron Beasley. Three-star cornerback, Warren Burrell. Three-star defensive juco, um, or juco defensive tackle, Darrell Middleton. Three-star tight end, Sean Brown. Three-star defensive tackle, Elijah Simmons. That man is massive. Yeah, he is. He's a, yeah, six foot, 320. 350. 350. Yeah, he's a big dude. Um, three-star offensive tackle, Chris Ekperogane, and then three-star wide receiver, Gerard Means. Um, they're looking – Eric Gray is supposed is said to make his decision tomorrow. Um, so, hopefully we're able to get a four-star all-purpose back as well. And uh, some guys to look out for, you still have some commits. You have um, four-star safety, Anthony Harris, four-star Juco inside linebacker, Lakia Henry, and then three-star defensive tackle of Darius Cox. Um, they're going to have to work to keep those guys, especially the Kia Henry, which I think definitely linebacker has become the biggest need so far in this class, especially after today. Um, so you look at guys like um, Christopher Russell, who's an in-state prospect out of Dyersburg, somebody that you know could fill that need. But, you know, and then uh, four-star – Athlete Kavaris Crouch is said to play outside linebacker. 
Um, he's supposed to sign Friday and then make his decision January 5th at the All-Star game. Um, so we'll see kind of where um, that goes. Tennessee was able to get him on campus that last weekend. So hopefully, you know, that leads to a commit. Tennessee needs it. You know, their rating has stayed about the same. They haven't lost any commits, which we've talked about. Um, but their national rank right now per 247 is 17th. Florida, I think, passed us today. Um, but if we're able to get that, um, keep a couple of those guys and look out for some more. And then uh, maybe get Crouch in there as well. You know, this team could make a push to be in the top 10 um, after February. Yeah, and I mean, right now, probably about where you figured we'd be after this season. Um, it'd be nice to get in the top 10. Still, I mean, you'd still have a ways to go, but it'd be yeah. nice, to, nice to end up there. And, and one way to look at it is, you know, Butch Jones was able to put top 10 classes every year. Yeah. Um, and- but didn't get any development. So if you're able to get a 15, you know, a top 15 class in here, if you're able to develop them, I mean – no one's going to remember that it's just a 15. Yeah, and especially if you're able to develop them, this class, a 15, top 15 rank, top, you know, 17 rank, and go, uh, you know, 8 and 4 next year, 9 and 4, depending on where your bowl game finishes, 9 or 8 and 5, whatever, whatever it is, get a lot of wins. Guys are going to see that you're developing and, and you're making players better, and hopefully that helps you get better classes. Uh, we were talking about, I was talking about how at least Jeremy Pruitt's, you know, he's got Tennessee and these guys top five, top threes. Um, at the end of the day, and someone said, well, Butch Jones did. And I said, Butch Jones could recruit. Yeah, I'm not going to argue that. He yeah. also, the only time he had like a significant class was 2014. I believe that class directly affected the 2016 season. That was the best season we had. Yeah. I, I mean, recruiting is obviously tied very, very closely into results. Um, but like you just mentioned, the development. So if we can mix that development with top classes, well, you're just going to, you know, you're that's success is created. Yeah, and when I look at a lot of these um, signees that we had today, you know, a lot of them are going to see the field. Early. Yeah, especially you mentioned the offensive line. We address needs, so they're definitely going to, you know, they're going to see the field. Yeah. That's for sure. Um, did you see where the running back commit for Alabama or signing for Alabama guaranteed a uh, guaranteed a Heisman next year? For Tua? No, for him. For him, for him, he said if he's not, if he doesn't win the nat or the Heisman, he'll be a finalist. He yeah. do, he does he know that two is coming back? I, I and does it's, he, not, it's a running back? Oh, running running back. Oh, yeah. so Najee Harris? I I, I mean I don't, I guess he's just that confident. I don't know. Wow, I mean that's balls. I can't remember who it was though. Trying to look up. It had to be um, the dude from IMG. I can't even think of his name. Is he a running back, though? Trey Sanders. Okay. Maybe. I don't remember. Anyway, he did He did, He did. did guarantee it, so I found wow. that. That's interesting. Did he sign today? Did Trey Sanders sign today? It yeah. may have been him. Yeah. Okay. So, probably, probably him. Yeah, he's the number five player in the country. Yeah. He guaranteed a Hosman next year. Or a finalist. <laughs> I mean... You do you, man. Good luck. Right. Because, I mean, you're probably your biggest competition is probably also going to be on your team. Yep. <laughs> That's for sure. That is for sure. But in other news, it looks like we're keeping Craig Fitzgerald. That And, well, what was funny is Jerry Pruitt talked in, I guess, his press conference. I just saw uh, it was a, um, a quote from him. I don't know if he released it or what, what happened. But he said that. Uh, Loxley is the one who recommended Craig because they were, had worked on a staff together, and Loxley had said to Pruitt when he you know hired him, he said, "When I'm a head coach, I'm going to try to take him from you." So I mean, as soon as Loxley was hired at Maryland, I'm sure Jeremy Pruitt, knowing that, called Craig Fitzgerald and was like, "You're going to get offered by Maryland, you know." And they probably he probably had to recruit him to keep him in the program. And so I mean, he knew ahead of time it wasn't like a, "Oh, you got offered by Maryland? Okay." I'm I mean, sure. it sounds like it was worked out before. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely nice to hear that Craig Fitzgerald turned down his alma mater to stay at Tennessee. Yeah, and the big thing, too, is, like, you know you've got a good coach on your staff when he's getting, you know, Niedemeyer had chances to leave. Craig Fitzgerald's now had chances to leave. You've got guys on your staff that other people want. So, that that's good to know, in my opinion. Um, Anything else for Tennessee football, basketball? 
No, no. No. If you were listening to this podcast and you haven't, you didn't follow Vol Basketball on Twitter last night, um, go to their Twitter because Smokey's taken over and it's fantastic. I'm, I want to read the starting lineups for you. Apparent. Hold on. Apparently, Elijah Simmons can dunk in basketball. Oh my god! At 350 pounds. Jeez, that's and athletic. Bruce said he wants him down to 325, and he said I can dunk on an alley oop. I want to see a video, Elijah Simmons. <laughs> yeah. So the names for the starting lineups because Smokey has taken over is Jordan, give the dog a bone. Yves Pons, but it's spelled like Pauls, so Paul Pons. Pons. P A W N S. Wagmoral Schofield. Grant Williams. And Kyle Alexander. So if you haven't followed they have their it's the best Twitter. It's the um it's the best uh like team Twitter yeah. of all time. Someone and then someone replied first off the bench, Jordan Bow Wowden. It's very clever. People are people are getting it. I like it. I appreciate it. I like it. it. That's good stuff. Yep. So thank you. Thank you, Vol Basketball, for uh, keeping us keeping us all happy tonight. We appreciate it. Yeah, we really appreciate it. Um, both winning on the court and off the court and on Twitter. It's great. It's just a, it's a great feeling. Never lost. Never never lost. Looking at bowl season. I didn't write down. Maybe we need to write down who we predicted. Because I don't remember. I think the only one I lost was... I lost, I think, North Texas and Apple. I picked North Texas and Middle Tennessee. Yeah, I, I lost the Middle Tennessee game. That was the only one I missed. Uh, did, I, did I pick Fresno State over Arizona State? I don't remember. Yeah, I think you did. Okay. I think we both did. I need to go back and write all these down. We picked, we picked this game. I picked Ohio. I don't remember who you picked. We we picked the game that's being played tonight. Okay. Who did I? I think I picked Ohio, too. Yeah, I didn't pick San Diego State. I, I just go back and listen. I, I go back and listen to it. We'll, yeah. we'll figure it out. And then we'll write it down. We'll write down tonight's, too. I'll put it in my notes. Um, so, I guess we'll start with tomorrow's game versus Marshall and South Florida. Hmm. Who you got in that one? I think I'm going to go South Florida. It's in Tampa, um, so yeah, I'm going to go South Florida. Blake Barnett. I'm going to go South Florida as well. Okay. And then Friday you have Florida International and Toledo in the Thomas Robinson Stadium. Wait, okay, sorry. Makers wanted Bahamas Bowl. <laughs> and Nassau, baby. I love Nassau. And the, we forgot to mention that one. That's the the South Florida Marshall's Bad Boy Mowers Gasparilla oh, yeah. Bowl. Yeah, I love the Bad Boy Mowers Bowl. Yeah, it's great. great uh, whew, I'm going to take... Ooh, that's a tough one. I think I'm going to have to take uh, Toledo, though. I'm going to go with Toledo also. I don't feel great about it, but I'm going to pick them. <laughs> go Rockets. Go Rockets! And then the famous Idaho Potato Bowl. Heck yeah. Great bowl. Fantastic. Western bowl. Michigan and BYU. Yeah. Mm, I'm going BYU. I'm going BYU as well. And then Jared Birmingham Bowl. Memphis and Wake Forest. Bowl, baby. Memphis and Wake Forest. That'll be an exhilarating one. I'm going Memphis. Memphis. Uh, Actually, no. I'm taking that back and going Wake Forest. Memphis, you suck. Penny, you suck. Wake Forest. Okay. Demon Deacons. I'm going to go Memphis just because okay. I think they're going to win. You suck, too. I think they're going to win, so you I'm going to take them. That's fine. Um, Lockheed Martin Armed Forces Bowl. Houston and Army. That's going to be a game of an air raid versus a Yeah, I was just looking at that. Like, that's, I was curious what the line is. Army's predicted to win that game. That's very strange to me. I'm going to go Houston. So I'm going to go Houston, too. Okay. And then the Dollar General Bowl, Buffalo and Troy. Uh, refuse to vote in anything called the Dollar General Bowl. So <laughs> I'm out on that one. I'm just kidding. I will go. To, I will take the uh, the. I will take. Are they the Buffalo Bison? I think. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. I'll take. I'm gonna take Buffalo. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Troy. Uh-huh. Give me uh-huh. Troy. Uh-huh. And then you got a uh, Sophie Hawaii Bowl, Hawaii and does Louisiana Ho- Tech. Does Hawaii always play in the Hawaii Bowl? Probably. Interesting. Unless they're like in a New York Six Bowl, probably. 
Which I don't think, think they ever will or happen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go Hawaii. Oh, okay. Okay. Cole McDonald is going for 37 I think yards. I'm going to have to take Hawaii, too. I'm playing at home. <laughs> it's a home game. Yeah. Uh, Boston College and Boise State. Is Boise State back? Ranked in the top 25? Are they making a comeback to back, baby. <laughs> to relevance? I miss when they were good. They were good during the NCAA days. I'm going to go Boise State. Okay. Um, Cotton Bowl. I think I'm going to take... <sighs> What's this Surf Pro First Responder Bowl? I don't know. Whatever my wife is making sounds. Smells smell delicious. It does smell good. I might just stay around for dinner. Did you invite no, me over for no, dinner? No, I did not. Okay, well, I'm going to stay. I will take <laughs> Boise State. Okay. And then uh, Minnesota Georgia Tech Quick Lane Bowl. I'm going to go Tech, baby. They're playing They're playing for the what's-his-name's last game. I'm taking Tech. I like Tech as well. And then California TCU and the Cheez-It Bowl. <laughs> That'll be an exciting one. Oh, yeah. um, that's the last one for this week for until next episode. So, yep. enjoy it. Um, also, send us in your votes if you want. You don't have to send them in all. But maybe if you disagree and want to call us stupid, then we can argue about it. That's because true. you haven't watched any of their games. And I've only watched Buffalo's games. I've only watched two of Buffalo games because I'm a big Buffalo fan. Big matching guy. Fact. <laughs> I'm going to go... think I'm going to take TCU in this game. Dang it. I'm going TCU as well. Go Horn Frogs. <laughs> speaking of like doing the horn, I'm going to write you down for Cal. <laughs> uh, speaking of doing horn, uh, somebody committed on ESPN to Oklahoma and did the horn and did the horn down. Oh, nice! So is the Big Twelve going to just kick him out? Yeah, I got to. Yeah, I mean, there's, you, there's no. Yeah. That is unacceptable. They revoked it, and they had to decide where he was going to go to college. Yeah, that's unacceptable. Like, he doesn't get to decide anymore. So, they sent him to um, University of... What's something that starts with a G? (laughs) Starts with a what? A G. You got me. Um, Georgia. Georgia Southern. Georgia Southern. Where's he going? Georgia Southern, baby. Congrats on the bowl win. Yeah. Congrats. Vols in the NFL. Balls in the NFL. Punter you, baby. Dustin Colquitt had four punts, 50.8 yard average. Eric Berry's back, baby. EB. Four tackles. Trevor Daniel, three punts, 45.7 yard average. Britton Colquitt, four punts, 48.5 yard average. Jason Kroom. Kroom, Kroom. Um, one catch, 25 yards. What? Why does he randomly appear? Is he just like pick up for guys I think on he's their, their second. Uh, tight end. Uh, okay. Gotcha. He's kind of like uh, Luke Stalker is for the Titans. Gotcha. I also forget about him quite often. Matt Dar, um, six punts, 40.8 yard average. Alvin Kamara, 14 carries, 67 yards, one touchdown, seven catches for 36 yards. Give him the fantasy points. Michael Pilardi, six punts, 39.8 yard average. I'm That's also going to remind you guys that I won my fantasy football. Congrats on the sacks. Thank you. I appreciate it. Appreciate I'm glad it. you won. I'm glad I won too. I'm like, if I, anybody were to win other than me, it would be you. I, I lost my Super Bowl game in my online Madden league, and I wasn't even mad. I was like, who gives a shit? I'm just glad Chad, Matt, and Dylan didn't win. Because Dylan has soft hands. He doesn't deserve to win fantasy. Small hands. And soft. Oh, soft. Are they soft? They Is it bad soft. to have soft hands? Do you have soft hands? I don't, but I just, I hate when my hands aren't, like, I like my hands to be calloused. Because, like, I hate going and working out and my hands not being calloused. I hate, like, doing anything with my hands and they're not calloused. Because, like, then you have to, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I think you want your hands to be soft for that. So no. Yeah, you do. Yeah. You should do that in the shower. It's not bad. No. <laughs> but I mean, like, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, you go do yard work and, like, have you ever done it, like, after putting on lotion? Yeah. I, it. I hate it. Yeah. Like, it makes my hands feel terrible. So I'd rather just have my hands calloused. So I put on lotion every once in a while, but not enough for my hands to be constantly soft. No. Got you. Yeah, Dylan's are just naturally soft. Oh, okay. I don't, I don't even think he owns lotion. Gotcha. He's just soft. There's naturally soft. Interesting. I don't know if I'd like that. I would hate that actually. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, not a big lotion guy. I don't know. I, maybe maybe people find it. I mean, it's getting 2019. Everybody's a little, you know. Maybe I need to invest in lotion. I don't know. We'll see. We're only winning like 10 to 7 right now. I just pulled up the game. God. So, are we gonna lose this game? Probably not. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, NFL power rankings. 
Who you got number one? Number one, I have the New Orleans Saints. First of all, I want to start off this. Anybody can be beaten in the NFL now. Yeah, it's awesome. Like, people lose. And- Especially the Bills. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the Raiders. The Raiders are gone. <laughs> the Raiders are terrible. They're playing with that Speaking number Speaking of the Raiders, they got Nathan. They signed Nathan Peterman today. So they got rid of Amari Cooper and they did sign Nathan Peterman. Mack, and now they got. Nathan but to Peterman. the practice squad at least, right? Right. I mean, they just signed him. I don't okay. know. I think they did at least sign to the practice squad. So, but you know, still, they got rid of their two best players and got Nathan Peterman. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty great trade. Making money moves. That's right, John Gruden. You're- but yeah, I have, I have New Orleans my number one. I have Saints as well. Okay. Um, number two, I have the Chargers. Number two, I have the Rams. Okay. Uh, number three, I have the Chiefs. Number three, I have the Chargers. Number four, that's where I have the Rams. Number four, I have the Chiefs. Number five, what do you got? The Bears. Dude, I have the Bears too. I was, so, I was honestly kind of excited to put them there. Like, the Bears. I'm, ha- I'm happy for them, especially because of the whole... Um, Swag surfing? That, yes, that's awesome. <laughs> a little weird, like, how they're, they, like, disco ball their room, and it looks like a fifth grade, like, uh, summer party, like... <laughs> like it looks like a you know, school's out summer party yeah. in there. I'm not hating completely. You play swags everyone. I, I can't wait to be invited to my first fifth grade summer party. What? <laughs> like my kids. Oh, okay. But I'm I get to go too. I took my I took my niece and or I had to take my nephew medicine day at the elementary school. And uh Medicine Day? His like he didn't take his medicine this morning, so oh. I had to run it by the school. And um I walked in and like there were just so many cute kids. Walking around, I was like, I get it. Like, I get why people teach this age group. Like, they're just all cute right now. I mean, I'm sure they're, I'm sure they're all like satanic, like midday when they're hungry and stuff. Yeah, but right great, now, they're it's a great cute. age. Yeah, they're they're cute right now. And like, one of my nieces walked up. She's like, Uncle Caleb, and like, give me a hug. Well, I'm you know like, what's get getting it. like, people are cute in middle school now, which is weird because I was ugly as shit in middle school, and everybody else was too. Um, what do you mean cute? Because let's talk about that, huh? I mean, I. Like good looking kids, like not like like a zits Dude, all over their face the whole, and braces. Like, I swear it's like the whole teeth. Instagram generation, like because all the kids that like you know don't haven't gone through an awkward phase or never will go through an awkward phase, their parents like pretty much blog. Yeah. You know, I don't think I brushed my hair one time in middle school, and everybody brushes their hair. I'm pretty sure I always shaved my head, so I didn't have to. Yeah, I always got the buzz cut. Yeah, because you don't have to. You just or get my, out of bed and go to school. I had my numbers shaved in the back of my head. My dad would never let me do that. Dang. It was... <laughs> uh, I went to it Johnny's. Was. I know, but that's a... Support you know that You know that is. Dude, I would, I would go to Johnny's still if she was open. Is I trust her. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe dude. we should check. She she takes too long, dude. Dude, I would... I trust Last time her. I went, I was like... I was in there for like two hours. I trust her with my hair. That's true. You, if you go to a local barber shop, you have to be in there for like a minimum of two hours, though. Like you can't just go in. Like that's not an in and out. See, kind of I, place. Don't, I don't think besides Johnny's, I've never been to like a actual barber. You got to like sit around and smoke and talk to her. You know, you can't just go in and out. I forget that. It's a it's a local like you know in the movies where they you know get a cup of coffee and that's yeah. what you got to do. I wish I could enjoy it like that, I, dude. Honestly, if I won the lottery, like my first thing would do is like buy somebody to cut my hair like once a week. Yeah, uh, yeah, like because it feels great. Yeah, I'm saying. And then like two weeks later, you're like, God, I gotta get another haircut. No, I would too. I swear that's what like famous people have to do. Like their hair is never like different. Oh yeah, and like in movies when everybody wakes up with a great haircut. Yeah, I'm just horse like, shit. What horse shit? That's and what... then they start kissing each other. I'm like, first of all, y'all have morning breath. That's nasty as hell. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's funny. Great. It is thirteen to twelve now. Jumbotron. Jumbotron. This is a tough one. Not really. It's pretty easy for me. Women's favorite women's sports to watch because we can't participate, even yeah. though it's 2018, which is ridiculous. Yeah, stupid. Stupid. So, favorite women's sports to watch, which the easy answer is zero, but we're going to have three for you. Yeah. What's number one for you? Volleyball, and it can be indoor or beach. Okay. Uh, that's, a, that's a good one. This one came because we actually watched a lot of this sport this year um, when we would go out to eat. Um, this would be on SEC Network, and I enjoyed it, and I watched a lot of it, and I learned a little bit, but also didn't. Um, women's gymnastics is a great sport to watch. If you've never watched women's gymnastics, 
Trust me on this one. You're going to want to watch it. Yeah. Also, sub. Sub. Um, my next one, it would probably, just because like the Vols are good, probably softball. Okay. I like my, softball. Mine is women's soccer, but that's more because I just enjoy the sport. Yeah. And I can, I feel like if I appreciated basketball more, which I do appreciate basketball, like I watch it in my spare, like men's basketball in my spare time. Like I'll, if I'm sitting around, I will turn that on similar to soccer, but I don't like basketball enough to where I think I can watch women's pretty consistently where I can soccer. Yeah. So softball it is, but yeah, I've got soccer for my second one. Okay. We're losing 15 to 13 right now. God. <laughs> um, so number three, Number three is kind of, it's kind of has to do with the Olympics. Okay. But I'm going to go swimming. And not like diving, like actual like racing. Uh, yeah. Swimming. Okay. Yeah, it's good stuff. Interesting. My number three was volleyball. So I'm going to think on it since you already said it. I'm going to go. Dang. It's tough. Mm. Let's see. I I got it. I don't even know what women's. Sports. You can say volleyball. I don't even know what women's sports there are. I want to come up with a different one. Let's go. I actually do watch like the French Open in the summer, so I'll go tennis. And I watched the That's Wimbledon too. I, I watched like, Wimbledon, yeah. so I'll go. Win. I'll go tennis. Tennis. Like tennis, I feel like I could watch the girls just as much as I could watch the guys. That's probably fair. But if you had like you, like I I watch normally I watch the French Open because that's normally when my family's on vacation. So like I'll wake up in the morning and watch it. Yeah, the men's is really entertaining. Like you can tell how athletic those guys are. Yeah, it's very entertaining. they're freaks. Yeah. So whereas like women, not that the women's aren't women aren't athletic. They are. They're just not as athletic as the men. Yeah, you can tell their shots are much softer, and it's it's you can tell there's a difference. That's all I'm saying. Speaking of like volleyball, like that's probably one of my favorite sports to play. Oh, I love volleyball. Yeah, I, I wish it was it. like bigger here. It's not. So. No, I would have played high school volleyball if we'd had. Like Kyle it. Alexander, he was like a volleyball player in high school. Yeah, I, I would. Where is he from? Oh, Canada. Oh, I would have. Oh yeah. Um, I would have played volleyball in high school had we had yeah, it for sure. Because I love volleyball day and gym. I was like, oh, let me get on that. Yeah. We play at work sometimes. I mean, not Do now, you? but we we have a court at work. Oh, nice. Sand or hard Sand. court? Sand. Nice. Yeah. That's fine. That makes sense why you said not now. So Yeah. How sandy did you get? I feel like I need to take a shower after. There's showers. Oh, nice. So we, we can take a shower after. So Clayton, man. It's fun, dude. Yeah. Should apply. Hmm. But make sure you tell me beforehand so I can get Hey. Yeah, you're trying to get bonuses. So anybody that's listening to this, if you're looking for a job, just text Lane, DM Lane, yeah. DM me. He'll get you. Got you. He'll get you. He'll get you hooked up. Set up. Set up. Hooked up. In jerseys, and then you can work with him. Yeah. So I need to order a jersey. By the way, I'll wait till after Christmas, but I need to order one. What do you need? I want the Color Rush Saquon Barkley jersey. The white one. Yeah. Their gotcha. Color Rush. Yeah, I'm a big Saquon fan, mainly because he helped me win a fantasy, but also because. And he could still end up being a bust, but I was like, Saquon is the most ready back in like probably that we'll ever see NFL ready back. Yeah, and he's proven that. Well, I mean, he made the Pro Bowl, and Christian McCaffrey and Alvin Kamara did not. I don't know. I was see someone said is the biggest rob Alvin Kamara, and I was like, you got to throw Christian McCaffrey's name in there as one of the biggest robs. Like, yeah. So I mean. It, it sucks for Alvin Kamara that he was an MVP candidate and then Mark Ingram come back yeah. and it was just lost after that. So this is for Christian McCaffrey too because uh, Cam hadn't looked good all Cam hadn't looked good most of the year. One of the more impressive things about Saquon is how good he's been able to be with a terrible quarterback. Yeah, because like when you have a one dimensional game, it's usually pretty easy to stop that. Whereas oh. like Saquon's still gone off in a one dimensional game. Let me rant game. about the Panthers. <laughs> it's time to get rid of Cam Newton. And How do you should, feel that he's injured, though, now? I mean, he's been injured. But why play? I know. I mean, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just saying. But it, if you're not going to get rid of him, which they're not, but you have to go get a receiver, a number one receiver. Yeah. He's def- you have nobody. You have nobody that can get separation. McCaffrey is your only option in right. the passing game. Funches is horrible. He's 6'5 for no reason. <laughs> he can't get open. He can't jump over anybody. He's horrible. Yeah, they don't um, have much of a threat. Yeah, anywhere. so thank I want to thank Jesus Christ for and God. Yeah, and God. And um for Christian McCaffrey and, and Luke he's white. Yeah. 
And both are white. Yeah. I didn't know you were gonna name someone else. I want to thank both of them because I would, I'm very convinced we'd be 0 and 14 if it wasn't for them too. I'd say it's without Christian McCaffrey. I'd say it's very possible. Yeah, I'd say it's very possible. <coughs> um, yeah, that I mean, I thought the biggest thing about Cam Newton that that made him good was his physicality, and it's obvious that. You know, I mean, he he's a good runner. But dude, he throws off his back foot. He's the most inaccurate passer in the league. Yeah, he he's played bad this year, and it may be his shoulder. I mean, I'm I don't know. I think he's kind of a crybaby, so I think it could be a little bit of a cop out too. But yeah. obviously, he's actually injured. How much yeah. he's injured? I mean, determined. the dude is a freak athlete and yeah. talented when he's on. Yeah, but he has since they lost Steve Smith, he has not had a number one receiver. No, they definitely need better. I mean, they've got a lot. That organization has a lot to lot to do. Um, I never thought they were a great organization, so no, probably not. One of the like they probably got lucky to get the highest played player is the defensive tackle, and why I have no clue. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I I'm very pleased with Saquon, so I'm gonna buy his jersey. Um, I guess probably where you get your jerseys from probably don't help him any. So sorry, Saquon. Um, I'll just rep you. I guess. Gotcha. Maybe people will be like, I want to buy a jersey, and I'm like, oh, this is a good jersey, and maybe they'll just go buy one, and that'll help Saquon. That'll get him some money. Got you, bro. So, yeah, back. I definitely want to, uh, you can say thank you to us if you want. I, I, I probably would get a Nick Chubb jersey at some point, too. I'm a big Browns fan. Big Browns fan. They're I like back. taking the Browns to the Super Bowl. They're American's team. America's team. Ooh. Screw the Cowboys. Yeah, screw the Cowboys. Yeah. Screw them. Who got shut out? Yeah, I wish they would have got shut out <laughs> a week ago. <laughs> Freaking Amari Cooper. Oh, yeah, that would have been nice. Um, He's, I was hoping Matt would say something about my about uh, what's his name having a forty point game. So I'd be like, you got here because someone had a fifty two point game. Yeah, I was like, you could take away my forty point game. I would only lost you by ten. And who who and had the forty you, point? Um, oh my gosh, uh, shoot, DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, but that's somebody who can put up those. Yeah, guys. but Amari Cooper can't. Like what? I want to be like. First off, if you take away a forty point game, I still only lose to you by ten. And Saquon Barkley only had like. 11 points. He'd been yeah. averaging like 25 the whole game. Or the yeah. whole year. So, yeah. I'm a, I'm a fantasy football champion. No big deal. Nobody replied to me about I wanted to have a party. So, if anybody wants to celebrate with me, that's fine. We can do it together. Yeah, let's Just do it. hit me up. Might as well. H- HMU. Chatterbox. Yeah. Um, guys, that's all we've got for this episode, I think. Um, Stupidity is an epidemic. Oh, shoot. How did I forget that? I don't know. I'm stupid. Stupidity is an epidemic. What you got? Exhibit A. Um, so, I tweeted Brian Niedermeyer when he found out Justin Fields was transferring as a guy who's really excited. And a guy. David May, at David underscore HVCIS. Um, I think that's all while calling show. Said, Bailey over Fields any day. <laughs> this man told me and was convinced and had other people on his side. Um, I think it was the, the same people who run that show um, on Facebook or whatever. Said that they would take Harrison Bailey, who is a junior in high school, over Justin Fields right now. Yeah, I mean, I feel like Justin Fields proven a lot more. I mean, yeah, he's not like a high, been a Heisman candidate or anything, but but I still think he's like if you put together like some of the top freshmen, right? Like he'd probably be up there. Yeah, I mean, we played at a top program, like, and he played some, and he put himself in a bad situation. He probably would have started at everywhere but Alabama. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, I said I said he would probably start anywhere besides Oklahoma, Oklahoma, Alabama, and Georgia. Yeah. So. so. Yeah, yep. I just thought I was just like, really, a guy that you've probably seen his highlight tape and you think he's better. Yeah, he's probably got a better, and you've only seen him play high school players. You've seen Justin Fields at least run against college players and throw a few passes against college players. Like yeah. you've seen the speed of the game that he plays at. So right, I'm not gonna say he's gonna win a Heisman. Yeah, and, and the dude was the number one player on ESPN 300. Yeah. I'm not gonna say he's gonna win the Heisman because we don't have enough proof to say that. But he dev, I think Georgia used him because they probably wanted to try and keep him happy. Yeah. Because they knew how good he was. They've seen him in practice. So I'm going to tell you right now that he's good enough to start at Georgia if anyone but Jake Fromm's there. Yeah, so. absolutely. Um, and that he, speaks volumes about Jake Fromm as well. Dude, that dude's a baller. He's definitely got a long way to go, I think, but he can play. Yeah. He can play. Um, my my uh, stupidity epidemic is Michigan State's Mark D'Antonio. He, he was asked about uh, – he's like – he asked what – Signing, what's it like signing an Australian punter? He said it's like getting a mail order bride, really. 
I don't know if he knows what a mild abroad is. <laughs> maybe he just hasn't. Maybe he would like. Maybe he hasn't watched his film. Hasn't seen a picture of him. Doesn't even know if he's real. And he's like, yeah, he's Australian. Let's bring him into punt. Might as well. So I guess that's what he means. Maybe that's it. I like it. I don't know. I was found. I was very perplexed by that. So yeah, that's weird. Very strange. Um, you got any more? Yeah, my boy John Reed. Oh. John underscore Reed. He said this signing day has not been fun. One step forward, two steps back. I just I don't I don't get it. Like I, don't, I think we fell where we expected. Yeah, like I, it, I feel it, like you got everybody you expected to get. Yeah. yeah, we didn't get any flips like some people were saying, but I didn't expect any. Yeah. And we put out our predictions last night, and there was only one guy who wasn't on there, and I think he was going to sign late. Um, Because he's, yeah, I mean, he's not, he's like the number 200 and something receiver in the country. Yeah. So, I mean. And I mean, I'm not, I mean, I'm not stoked about this class. We talked about that. It's yeah. not like, woo, look at what we did. But it's not like, holy shit, what's going on over there? Yeah. It's, it's. You got guys yeah. that can play right away and guys to plug in where you need them. You finish five and seven. You got to build it up from the ground. Right. Rise, yeah. rise up from ashes. I, I just didn't get that. And a lot of people were against that as well. A lot of people just like love John Reed and for good reason. Uh, but a lot of people were just like, you know, where did you actually expect us? Yeah. I, I mean, I, I didn't think we'd be in the top 10 at the end of the day today. No. I think if we get if we sneak into the top ten, it's February signing it's, day. It's not like this is it. Like no. you still have two more months to put right. some pieces in there. Yep, and you freed up some more space. Um, you've had a, two guys uh, in their careers at UT, both scholarship guys. Uh, you may have some guy. You you had Corte Sapp going to the NFL. It's another scholarship free. So we're gonna get and to then Tanner and Anudi was one. Those, yeah, and, those are the two guys I talked about that are okay. leaving the program that are yeah. on scholarship and for who's, who's different reasons. Medical Monte Brooks. Yeah. I think both medical. Yeah. And um, so I think Pruitt's probably talking to people and trying to get to 25 scholarships. I'm sure we may have some other guys decide to clear for the draft too, and that's another scholarship. I, I think we end up with 25 available spots. So February can help you out a lot. And yeah. I'm not saying I'm not going to sit here and say like, well, we're going to get in the top 10 and we're going to be able to compete. I think we could end up in the top 10, and that's definitely your ceiling. Yeah. So you have 17 right now. Eric Gray could be 18. Darnell Wright, yeah. Corvaris Crouch, that's that's twenty. Those three guys right there pull you up a ton. Yeah, especially Eric Gray and Corvaris Crouch. Yeah, and so, then and Darnell Wright, Darnell five star. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then um, but aren't we we're higher on Darnell Wright, aren't we, than the other two? Yes, because I mean, that's what I thought. Yeah, but well, Eric Gray is like for sure probably going to pick Darnell okay. tomorrow. So, that would be absolutely. I'll put ninety nine percent on it. So we've got a good chance at we've got we I mean this class could on Friday well I guess you wouldn't find out about Crouch until January fifth but on Friday this class could look a lot better than it did today right it'll a lot better it can look prettier it can be prettied up it'll feel about the same for me yeah but if we're looking at rankings it'll I would like to get a big time to uh, defensive lineman yeah. in um, I, but other than that I don't I, I like that we filled our needs at offensive line I think that's where it starts with this team yeah um it. it if we had gotten, if we had signed a number two class and signed two offensive linemen, I would have been like, "What the hell are we doing?" Yeah, I honestly, I would have, yeah. because if we had the number one quarterback, the number one running back, and no one to block, what the hell does it matter? No. So, and we talked about the OC search. Yeah. Like, you're only going to be as good as your offensive line. Yeah. So realistically, yeah. So I mean, I think get those guys in here. You got Wendy Morris, which is huge. Hopefully, he's healthy come fall. Um, hopefully, you know, it'd be wonderful to get Trey Smith back. You got a lot of good, you got a lot of good guys that can compete at that position coming in. Um, and competition breeds success. So yeah, I'm excited about Jalen McCullough at safety. Um, I, I feel very confident he can push for a starting job next yeah. year. So I, I, I'm excited overall for this team, for this, you know, class. I'm not, I'm not saying we're, we've got the best class in the country. That's obvious. We don't. Um, I think there's, you know, it, it'll depend a lot on development, um, so hopefully we can we can develop some guys. Um, you know, I I'm excited to get these guys in the spring practice for sure. Um, that that that's about you know that's the extent of my excitement. I'm not head over heels for for this recruiting class, but I, I wasn't yesterday. I wasn't in October. I'm definitely not now. But yeah, I, I definitely you, don't think we took two steps back either. No, and you weren't. Um... You know, we weren't thrilled about the class he put. The, he had to manage to to get some guys in last minute to get a decent class in here. But when you looked on the field and you saw all those 
commits on the field. Yeah. Then you're like, okay, you know, that was a, that was a pretty good class. Right. So, you know, hopefully these guys are able to do the same thing and come in here in the fall and compete for playing time. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I think now that's all we've got for, for the show. Sorry, yeah. I missed the, they'll almost skipped over the last segment. Um, bowl season, guys. Hope you all enjoy it. Hope you guys, we won't talk to you until, I don't even know what day Christmas is. It's the Tuesday. So we'll talk to you on Sunday right before Christmas. Yep. Um, so just kidding. But still hope you guys, I'm sure a lot of you always celebrate this weekend with friends and family. Enjoy that. And we're bringing the boat in and we out.